Welcome to Songs and Stories, the not-for-musicians-only music podcast. Welcome once again to Songs and Stories. I'm Michael Gaither, and this is Songs and Stories episode number 111 we're up to. Uh, and coming to you really today on, the, on the, the tail end of July. I haven't done one of these episodes in a while, and I wanted to get one in before the middle of summer completely got away from us. So here I am. Here we are. And thanks for listening. As we talked about in the last episode, um, there's a festival coming up in September in Coloma, California, 16th, 17th, and 18th of September, the American River Music Festival that I've been fortunate enough to get involved with the last few years. And um, this year, again, I'll be hosting the Friday Night Songwriter Showcase, and the main stage this year has some really, really cool bands. Um, in the last episode, we talked to Paul Cam and Eleanor McDonald, who were playing on Saturday, and today, as promised, in the last episode of Songs and Stories, we'll be talking with the Austin-based band, The Band of Heathens. They're playing the festival on Sunday, September 18th, right after um, the Brothers Comatose, who I might be talking to in a couple of weeks, and not too long before the big headliner, James McMurtry. So you can find all out about all out. You can find about that. F- I am so good with English. You can find all about that festival at AmericanRiverMusic.org. But today we're going to be talking with um, Ed Jurdy, Gordy Kist, and Colin Brooks, who make up the Band of Heathens. It's a, it's a group of songwriters who met at a club called Momo's in Austin. They were all doing sort of a Wednesday night residency, and they've met and started playing um, each other's music and formed this band that is going to be on tour. They were out here in April on the West Coast when I talked to them, and they're going to be back again, like I say, in September. One thing you'll notice about this episode is I, I almost subtitled it The Loudest Backstage Door Ever. I talked to the, the guys at the uh, backstage at the Coamba Jazz Center in Santa Cruz when they were here in April, and it was after their sound check, before they played, as they were eating dinner. So I actually I kept it kind of short. And as I was talking to um, Gordy, which is, who kind of kicks off the interview because he was back there first, Everybody came in one at a time and slammed the door, so I actually had to go through our interview and lower the level and dip it every single time the door opened. So um, bear with us, bear with me, and uh, I hope the interview and the music is worth it. I think so. Um, A little bit about links before we get started, too. If you want to find out again about American River Music Festival, you can go to AmericanRiverMusic.org. The Band of Heathens you can find at BandofHeathens.com. And to find lots of links that go with this site, including some things that we'll talk about with the guys, I'll link those in the podcast description. You can find those at MichaelGaither.com. It's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R.com. And like I say, this is kind of a short interview because they were eating. I really didn't want to take up too much of their time. So we got a really nice, probably eight-minute chunk with these guys. What I'm going to do is play you a couple of song selections. Uh, We'll listen to the guys talk. We'll come back. I'll recap. And then we'll probably close this up with another song so you can really get an idea what these guys are about. So before we get started, let's hear a couple of things off their latest CD, which is called, are you sitting down? 
Top Hat Crown and the Clap Master's Son. Say that fast three times. There's actually some a meaning behind that title, which we'll learn about in about seven minutes, uh, as well as where the, the cool name the Band of Heathens came from. But in the meantime, let's hear a couple of things off Top Hat Crown and the Clap Master's Son. Here's a song called Free Again, and then a cover of a really cool um, old Levon Helm song that I never heard before called Hurricane. It's got a great sing-along chorus and some wonderful harmonies. Let's hear Free Again, Hurricane, and then we'll talk with the Band of Heathens backstage <laughs> behind the noisy door at Coimba Jazz Center in Santa Cruz. There's a hope. Big brown bubbling mess in the Gulf of Mexico Showing up on people's steps And there ain't no place it can go A lot of the busy people talking about the state that we are in how can you drill to the bottom of the ocean and still call the fishies your friend? But we are free again, baby, we're free again to turn up our minds and just unwind and let them put it back together again. Some of us just got lazy. Some of us just got numb Some of the world's most well-known people Are happy just sucking their thumb That same old thumb That once was a part of making us pure and true Has routed up like the spot on a leper And left us all black and blue But we are free On the Gulf Stream, I hear the south wind moan. The bridge is getting lower, the shrimp boat's coming home. The old man down in the corner slowly turns his head, takes a sip from his whiskey bottle, and this is what he said. I was born in the rain on the Ponza train Underneath the Louisiana moon I don't mind the strain of a hurricane They come around every June The high black water, a devil's daughter She's hard, she's cold, and she's mean But nobody taught her It takes a lot of water To wash away New Orleans From Chicago, he gonna set that levee right. He says it needs to be at least three feet higher. It won't make it through the night. But the old man down in the corner, he said, Don't you listen to that boy? The water be down by the morning, and he'll be back.
this here and just see her. Sure. <clears throat> so you're, you're capturing actual audio for the podcast, then, yes. right? Cool. And uh, no edits. Really? <laughs> yeah. Unless I say something stupid or somebody pops in and like. What if I say something stupid? I'll edit it out. So I'm talking to Colin. I'm Gordy. Gordy. Yeah. That part, see that part, I'll edit out. There you go. <laughs> So I, I had a, a couple of questions. Um, so you're an Austin <clears throat> band, and you the three. So I think the thing that's unusual is you guys are a, a band fronted by basically three songwriters. Uh -huh. So you're not like one guy wrote songs, formed a band. You're basically already kind of established as three different songwriters in Austin, and you kind of met and decided to start playing together. <clears throat> um, we actually sort of. met started playing together mm -hmm. and then decided to start playing together okay uh, no we you know so it was we, pretty organic then yeah Good. Um, we all got booked one right after another uh, for a weekly residency mm -hmm. at the same club every Wednesday night in Austin oh, okay. fronting our own band so um, you know it was just kind of a come speaking on of in, other songwriters come on yeah. <laughs> this is Trevor yeah, and Colin <clears throat> so you know we were just um, we were just doing our own thing at Momo's, uh, oh. this club on Wednesday nights in Austin, and then, uh, you know, it started morphing into a jam session where people were getting up and down off, you know, off the stage, hearing mm -hmm. each other's sets, yeah. and uh, playing together, kind of got to know each other that way, and so, what was kind of a loose jam session turned into, hey, why don't we all just stay on stage the whole, and keep playing. The whole thing, and yeah. just um, trading songs and, and playing on each other's stuff. So, because everybody in the band had uh, experience kind of fronting their own projects, but also playing as a sideman in other people's bands. Uh -huh. So, kind of, it was nice to be able to be in a band where you get to, to do both things, because both are fun. You know? Yeah, because when you front your own band, it's sort of <coughs> all the focus is on you and the pressure and often all the booking. But then playing with somebody else, you can just play and it's fun. So you kind of got the best of both worlds in this. Right, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Cool. And I, I think what was kind of unusual is on your, your new album is your third studio release, but your first two records were live albums. Right. Again, goes back to kind of, you know, there were, wasn't yeah. a whole lot of planning. Um, yeah. Initially, the first live album was just us kind of capturing those Wednesday nights. Yeah. You know, just, hey, let's record something. This would be cool to have. Uh -huh. We were having a really good time with it. And, uh, and then, you know, it started picking up steam and we started taking it on the road on the weekends and then booking a tour to the Rockies or wherever, you know, started mm -hmm. booking tours with it. So, um, yeah, you know, the, the actually turning into a full-time kind of project that we were all in with, mm -hmm. uh, it took a couple of years probably, yeah. you know. Sorry I'm interrupting Gooder, but the food is really good here. This is Michael, everybody. Hey, hey Michael. Hi. John Chipman. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah. So we're chatting for a podcast. Uh, yeah. So with three different songwriters in the band, do you do you still do you tend to write your own things and bring them with the band in mind? Do you collaborate and co-write, or kind of a mix of everything? A mix of everything. Yeah, depending on the song. And we still write a lot on our own, but um, it always gets a um, twist. Mm -hmm. Which is the fun part about having a band and bringing it together. Man. And I love, who thought of the band name? I love the band name. Oh, another interesting story. Yeah. Uh, we actually were calling it something else that Wednesday night jam. We were calling it the uh, 
the Good Time Supper Club, uh-huh. and um, at some point it just started showing up in the newspaper as the Heathens, <laughs> and uh, I think that was maybe a, a practical joke by somebody, either the, the club or yeah. the booking agent or something, thought it would be funny to uh-huh. call us the Heathens, and it ended up sticking, so. It's catchy, and Heathen has a bunch of different connotations. Yes, it does. So locally, Capex on the new record. Actually, what is the what is the title of the new record? Like, Top Hat Crown and Slapmaster Slap Son, which is really catchy. Once you get the words right, where'd that come from? That's the first time I've heard someone call it catchy. I think. Really? I'm a no. word guy. I, I yeah, don't think it's cool. hard to sing and hard to write. Yeah, no, it was just kind of. Uh, you don't forget it once you say it right. Yeah. There were uh, when we were in the studio recording. There was just kind of some some themes and some kind of inside jokes and, uh-huh. and uh, some characters floating around the studio that um, we decided to, to use as inspiration for the title. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Also, it was recorded at the Top Hat studio. There you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. There, is, there is a That's real meaning part of, of the, yeah. yeah. There is act, some actual uh, you know, hardscape. Was that in Austin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. So, where the, so the three of you that write the songs, where are you from originally? And is the, the, the kind of like the sub-Louisiana theme, is it just being in proximity to Texas, or is one of you from the state? Or? Um, I grew up mostly outside of Houston. Okay. Um, not far, you know, kind of the Gulf Coast thing. Yeah. Uh, but we're all from all over the place. Um, who's Ed? From Boston. Okay. Ed. Ed's from Boston. Colin from Ohio. John grew up mostly in Texas, but moved around a lot. Seth, our bass player, is from Olympia, Washington. Trev, playing keys, he's also from Tacoma, Washington. So uh, we all kind of gravitated to Austin just to play music. Yeah. And we met there. And you met at Momos. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the, the, the song that Capex played, the first thing that I really heard that realized was you guys was Hurricane, which actually isn't your own song, it's a Levi Elm cover, which I never heard before. But I think the nice thing about doing covers is. You put your own take on the harmonies. Just that song is really dramatic. It's a great song. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah that that one. Um, he's uh, Levon actually recorded it. I think in like 1979. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, Trev actually showed showed us a song. But uh, yeah, pretty uh, pretty prophetic. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, Theory. Yeah. 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 A lot of tunes, and it's it's really it's it's cool when you can bring out. Kind of an obscure song for somebody well known like that. Give it some new lighting. Give the writers some royalties too, which is nice. And then free again. I, I, I assume that was written by the Gulf about the Gulf spill, but it was really timely. When was that written? And what? Talk to Ed about that one. Is that yours, Ed? Um, you know, was, that was. I think that was the catalyst for the song. But the song's really kind of, kind of at least to me, the song's about a lot more than just the Gulf spill. The Gulf spill yeah. is just kind of the catalyst to to say what kind of. The rest of the song is kind yeah, because it's, it's political, but it's insightful too. Yeah. I, I wrote, actually wrote it just right during that time. That was just kind of, I think, just kind of seeing a lot of those images and stuff definitely. Yeah. Was kind of triggered the inspiration for that. They kind of went from there. Well, yeah, because thinking about the ghost, then you throw in lines like, "Here we go, bring the family, enjoy the sand." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's not like this hardcore political pointing your finger, but it's there. <clears throat> Well, which makes it a great song. It's kind of that kind of goes beyond political stuff. I mean, that's just human beings. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. ruin. I mean, you know, we're destroying, yeah. destroying the world we're living in. It's, you know, and we're kind of 
<laughs> totally anesthetized to it, you know? See, playful. It's pointing the finger like this. Yeah. <laughs> I think also with that, all that stuff going on last last summer, uh-huh. when Ed, um, wrote that song. That's when we started, that's when we went in the studio and started recording the album, actually. So I think that whole kind of Gulf Coast. It was on your mind. It was on our minds because, you know, it was stuff was going on. So your, your, your bio calls you a devastating live band. Something right. you probably didn't write, but it, I'm looking forward to hearing Did it. come up with that one? No, we didn't write that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, we hire professionals. Right? Yes. Cool. So, um, we're going to see you guys. One reason I'm doing this is the American River Music Festival in September, which right. is really going to be fun. What can the what can a crowd expect from a live show? What's your show typically like? Devastation. Very devastating. No. Yeah. Complete destruction. I think of the podcast title. Devastating. Complete destruction. I think someone probably said disappointing, and they changed it to devastating. Spell check. It's like Good Time Supper Club got changed to Band of Heathens. Right. Yeah. Typo. You can see, yeah, there's analogies put right together. Yeah. Okay. I think you know the live show for us. We don't even always know what to expect. We don't use a set list, and we like to keep it real loose and, um, you know, call the songs out as we go and kind of just play the room, play the mood. Yeah, feed off the energy of the crowd, and so uh, we try to keep it different every night and. Try new things. Cool. Well, I'm going to let you guys eat. I appreciate your time, and, and we'll see you in September. And have a good show tonight. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Michael. Once again, Ed, Gordy, Colin, and the rest of their band, known as the Band of Heathens, talking backstage at Coamba Jazz Center in Santa Cruz, California, behind a very noisy backstage door. While they were trying to woof down a couple of bowls of chili before their set that night. So, guys, if you're listening, thank you again for taking the time to, to chat with me. I know it's not the most optimal of interview condi- interview conditions, but um, love the music and really looking forward to seeing you when you get out here in September. Once again, you can find out about um, the whole band and kind of where they came from and their other records, the two live albums, along with the Top Hat Crown and the Clap Master Sun, their new studio release, at bandofheathens.com, to f- and to find out about them playing at the American River Music Festival in Lotus, California, on September 18th, which runs the whole weekend, you can go to AmericanRiverMusic.org. And as I mentioned before, that lineup includes uh, God, Blaine Sally, Brothers Comatose, Paul Cam, Eleanor McDonald, Keith Greninger, Dan Kai, James McMurtry, the big headliner. It's three days of camping and rafting and hiking and lots of music. And if you come to our camp at the American River Resort, um, after hours, we tend to stay up pretty late in place. So it's really a fun weekend, and I'm really glad these guys are coming out to play. If I can get in one more plug for my own stuff, which I don't think I did uh, before the interview, is we're coming up on August, and I got a couple of things coming up locally here in the Santa Cruz area. Out in Corlitas, California, at the Cultural Center, I've been doing a kind of bi-monthly songwriter series, either hosting or bringing in other songwriters. And this month, on Sunday, August 21st, I'll be sharing the stage with a couple of Florida songwriters, Lori Jennings and Dana Keller. Uh, Laurie's a great singer-songwriter. Dana is an amazing dobro and slide guitar player, as well as a songwriter and singer. So we're going to uh, basically spend the night trading songs back and forth and seeing what happens, which is always fun to just team up with another songwriter and just see what happens. 
Um, Lori and Dana were out on their tour last summer. They did sort of a Florida trek up and back or across and back, and they talked to me in Songs and Stories episode number 99. So if you want to hear what they're all about and hear some song samples, you can go to my website, michaelgather.com, click on podcasts and listen to Lori and Dana, and then come to our show on the 21st. Again, Sunday, August 21st at 8 p.m. Um, also on Sunday, August 28th, I'll be doing something at Aromas Day, which is sort of a little burg kind of north of Monterey, south of Santa Cruz. I'll be playing either at uh, 11 or noon, either with a band or solo. It's Aromas. It's a little loose, but it's the whole town does this, this whole big thing. It's sort of an open... There's festivals and bands and food, and, you know, it's a great place to hang out for the day. So the directions to that are on my website. Go to michaelgaither.com and click on shows, and you can learn all about uh, those two gigs this month as well as some other little things i got going on. I think what I'm going to do is, um, since this was kind of a short chat, I want to leave you with one more song from uh, the Band of Heathens' latest release, Top Hat Crown and Clapmaster's Son. And this is called Grigri Satchel. It's the last song on the album, and it's really pretty. So we're going to leave you with that. And again, you can find out more about them by going to bandofheathens.com or going to michaelgaither.com and clicking on uh, Songs and Stories episode number 110 and finding out links to go with that. So whether you found this on my website, uh, through Twitter, a Facebook link, you found it in iTunes, or if you caught this on Grateful Dread Radio or Casey Cafe Radio, thank you for listening. I really appreciate your time. And uh, to the Band of Heathens guys, thanks again for chatting with me, and we'll see you in September. Thanks again, everybody. Take care. John's Eve, gone to see Marie on Pontchartrain. Twelve thousand black and white standing in the rain. Gold stars on my forehead, don't need no tarot deck. Three grease satchel in my hand, cross around my neck. On a box down on St. Anne's Street. Voodoo peppers, freedom man, charm the judge's seat. Silver dollar burn at home, cash my last paycheck. Three grease satchel in my hand, cross around my neck. Three grease satchel in my hand.